I asked her, I said, so if I do this, can you guarantee me that I'm not going to get cancer again? And she said, no, people really don't realize this innate ability of healing that we have when it comes to mind, body, and spirit. If chemotherapy and radiation is the way of eradicating cancer, why does it keep coming back? Welcome to tonight's episode of The Health King's Court. I'm your host, Zach the Health King. A quick disclaimer to keep myself out of trouble, anything that you hear in this podcast is not intended to be taken as medical advice. The thoughts and opinions you hear shared are just that, thoughts and opinions. And any action that you take based on what you hear is done at your own risk. With that covered, I would like to introduce tonight's guest. Calling in from New Hampshire, she's a registered nurse, an end-of-life coach, grief coach, Bowen therapy practitioner, uterine cancer survivor, and now a holistic cancer coach certified with the BeatCancer.org program. That's Rose Bocchio. Rose, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Zach. Thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Good. So, Rose, uh, we've met a lot. You participate in our weekly calls very frequently, and, and that's wonderful. But I've never really gotten to know your specific coaching journey. So I, I guess we could begin there. And, and what brought you to want to be a coach in the first place? Well, I've actually been certified as a um, an end-of-life and grief coach uh, back in 2016. I'm a registered nurse, um, and I've... Um, I've been in in the profession for many years, um, but um, I'm more interested in the holistic field. And can't coaching um, became somewhat of a labor of love. Um, my sister, my fifty um, eight year old sister, died in. 2022 of um, breast cancer. And, um, and I'm not a stranger to cancer either. Um, I'm a cancer survivor, uh, uterine cancer survivor in 2005. Um, So when my sister was going through cancer, um, it was, there wasn't a service like this available. So that kind of makes me, um, after she had died, and um, because I I am a certified coach, um, I wondered, I was just kind of curious if there's such thing as a holistic cancer coach. So, you know, that curiosity kind of brought my fingers to Google and, um, and I started Googling and I, and, and I was really surprised at how many, um, coaching, um, how many coaching programs that they were, but they were also very costly. And so that was kind of a, um, an issue. Um, but when I came across this organization, I was really I was really pleased by um, not only the the materials, and fortunately, I had monies that that um, were gifted to me um, that had just been sitting in a bank account um, 
for when my father my father died um so so um when i researched this company and the cost of the certification program i think it was like 50 dollars short of what i had already in um in my account so i'm like oh well Maybe this is a sign, you know, all those universal signs that we get. <laughs> so, um, and I like the different options too, that you could be, there's information for caregivers, there's information, there's different levels um, in, in the program. So um, my sister and I, when she recovered from cancer, we were going to work on um, kind of something that can make it easier for people, you know, diagnosed with cancer um, when they don't want to go through the traditional, you know, um, chemotherapy, radiation, kill your immune system kind of, you know, protocols. Um, but unfortunately, she, um, <clears throat> she wasn't able to. So now she just kind of works with me from, um, um, from above and from the other side. So, um, so yeah, so that it was, it was, it was kind of a, um, kind of surreal that this program was available and it just kind of, um, it really, um, felt like what I was looking for, you know, like, um, it was a great sort of niche for me. Um, and and I, as a nurse, I've always been coaching. You know, we always, in the caregiver um, profession, we are, we, um, we always are, uh, are coaching in, um, in a way, you know. So, um, but yeah, so I kept, kept going. I, I did get certified and, um, but for me, I didn't want it to be something that was stressful. I wanted, as a labor of love, I wanted it to be something, um, um, I, I wanted it to be something that's, um, what can I, what's the words that I'm looking for? Um, something that can benefit not only my family, um, but me should, you know, um, should I get cancer again? Um, the tools, you know, the tools were, are just such great tools. So it was not only a service that, um, that I wanted to sort of add to my, uh, the services that I provide, you know, um, but yeah, just, it just really seemed to, to fit. So I kind of um, go at my own pace because I am a retired, you know, I am a retired um, nurse, although I'm not, I'm sort of fun tired. I'm still <laughs> serving, but I want to have fun and create it. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. And that, that's something you see a lot, right? Because we as humans we got to be working on something right otherwise it's boring yeah <laughs> yes there's only so much exactly there's only there's only so much uh you know cruises you could take yeah <laughs> it, it's it's a beautiful thing that you've decided to 
spend really your, your entire life, it seems like, dedicating to helping people. And that's a really common thing that we see amongst our coaches. We, we of course, have a lot of registered nurses that are coaches that I've met. But uniquely, uh, you're the first, and perhaps there's others, you're the, you're the first one that's mentioned that you're also an end-of-life and grief coach. Um, that, that's very interesting. Can you talk about, I mean, maybe the, the, how, has that helped you also be a cancer coach? Or, or what brought you to that career itself? Well, I... End of life for some people, for some people are like, I don't want to even think about it, you know, but for me, end of life is, is, is just as important as the beginning of life. It's our, it's a chapter in our life. That's an important chapter chapter. And some people, um, they don't, have the opportunity to um to sort of create that um uh what's the word that i'm looking for they don't have the opportunity to to kind of create that chapter because so many of us are so afraid of even um addressing end of life you know um for me I remember when I had cancer, I had asked my husband at one point, I'm like, do you think I'm going to die? And he said, yeah, at some point, but not today, <laughs> not now, you know. And so I always felt like, um, <clears throat> I always felt like the more that I can control in my end of life, the more that I would want to do that, you know, um, and and I've always, even in my my thirties, um, you know, I've always thought of okay, um, if something should happen to me, um, what would what what would that look like, you know, with my with my my family members, um, even before I was married, it was, I always felt like, you know, um, when we die, um, when we die, I want the people that love me and that I loved, I want them to grieve. I don't want them to have to try to figure out, you know, um, what I want, where I want to be buried. Do I want to be buried? Do I want to be cremated? Do you know, all that stuff is like a lot of work and some people, some people prefer that. So they don't have to, they don't have to even be in the reality of of the loss you know um but for me i just always felt like um i want to have it's real and um and i want to have as much control as possible and i want my loved ones to grieve and so many people feel like that but they don't know how to talk about it and they don't um and it's and especially with family member family members you know it's it's just hard to talk about it and in 2016 i was actually uh certified as a um um <clears throat> um a minister and um 
And so that it just at that time in my life, it just felt like, oh, I was very curious about the end of life coaching and grief coaching and went through that certification um, process. And I also realized, too, that as a nurse, um, a lot of my my caregiving was with older people and end of life. So it just kind of, you know, just kind of um, fit in. Um, but it's and there's there's so much grief going on. A lot of times people don't realize that even retirement and you know with with so much in life, loss and grief is is just so um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just it's there. You can't you know, you can't. So you know, yeah, it, I really like your overall theme that it sounds like you took to approach that coaching as well in, in that you're th you promote empowerment yes. instead of just brushing things aside. It seems that you're really a proponent of someone just taking responsibility for themselves and really just grabbing life for what it's worth and, and choosing their outcome. And, and that sounds really in line with the values that, that we teach for cancer coaches and really that we have uh, towards health in general, because ultimately we really, we would love for people to not need our coaches, <laughs> but, you know, we um, create our coaches to be there to help people get their own power back and help people kind of get that sovereignty over their health again. That's, um, that's very interesting. So in your own cancer uh, experience, was it information that you learned here that you used to um, help heal yourself? Or did it just so happen that the information that you found here after the fact fell in line with what you used to heal yourself? Or, or did you maybe go more the conventional route? Well, what was that like? So, <clears throat> so I wish, you know, I'm sure... I don't know when when um, big cancer. I forget when it started, but in two thousand five, I knew nothing about this program, and um, and I wish I did because I might have gone a different um, path. I was very fortunate in that um, I I um, I did have the surgery. And the diagnosis, when I, when I was diagnosed, um, you know, I, I just felt like I just got to get this out of me, you know, so I, I didn't really have a whole lot of information. I, it was a um, OBGYN doctor that, um, um, that diagnosed me. And it was a very strange experience because I just went to the doctor for a routine visit. I just had mentioned to, to my doctor that, you know what, I was just having vague symptoms um, and I was going through a litigation at work. And so it was a stressful time, um, but I just wanted to use my benefits before I left my job, <laughs> you know? So, um, so then it was, you know, the, the diagnosis of cancer was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me, you know, um, but it's, it was, 
it was a godsend. It was, it really was an eye opener, you know? Um, and I was very fortunate in that I didn't have to have chemotherapy. Um, I actually, um, I didn't have to have chemo, but it was suggested that I get radiation. And I met with the radiologist and, and she said, um, she said to me, she said, you know, we're going to do this course of radiation. And I, I asked her, I said, so if I do this, because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm, I'm just going to be burning radiation is just going to be burning up tissue. And so I, I asked her, I said, so if I do this, can you guarantee me that I'm not going to get cancer again? you know? And she said, no. And I said, well, the cancer wasn't outside my uterus. It wasn't in my lymph nodes. And so, you know, why would I get, why would I have radiation, you know? And she explained, you know, there might be a cancer cell that have gotten away during surgery and stuff like that. And I said, no, no, I, I'm, I don't want to have the radiation. And that was 18 years ago. So I'm very good with the decision that I made, you know, but it would have been nice to, to be able to, um, to have a coach that I could have talked to when I got the diagnosis, you know, and, um, someone that might've had other, you know, information on other options, you know? So, um, so I'm glad that, that, that I made the decisions that I made, but it would have been nice if I knew that there was this kind of an organization. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And and it's, it was hard. It it was hard several years ago. Um, it, It was harder to learn about stuff like this. Right. And, we, we live in the age of the internet now where thankfully we can use the tool of the internet to tell more and more people about this. And, you know, although the organization has been around for 46 years, it's really only been in the last 10 or so years that we've really modernized and, and put the course online. And Susan was creating coaches, Susan, our founder, um, when she was giving her speeches, even, even the 40 years ago, but you know, now that we have online, we can get more coaches made all over the world and, and really get people Googling and, and finding out about the program. But, you know, I'm really happy to hear that your story uh, with your cancer treatment was a story of success. It, it just sounds like it just sounds like they were kind of giving you the what they give everyone of like, oh, this might not apply to you, but here, we'll sell it to you anyway. It kind of sounds like what what you're talking about there. Like, is there a reason for this? No, but you should do it. What? It's it's unfortunate. And I think that that's that's really common. I know with my with my sister, um, when when she opted out of chemotherapy and radiation, um, the healthcare profession just kind of pushed her away. The conventional, you know. Oh, yeah. And then she found that the, um, you know, the holistic side is also very expensive, you know, and, um, and what I saw her do was what I saw in a lot of people with cancer, you know, where they start out with that 
I'm going to beat this. I'm going to beat this. And then they, you know, they, they start um, applying the, the new tools that they have, you know, she started juicing, she was into yoga, she was um, with me, we would do Reiki every week. So when she first started, um, when she uh, first informed the family, you know, um, we do virtual Reiki once, once a week. And as she progressed, then we do virtual Reiki twice a week. She lived in Florida, you know, um, but it was very sad to, to see how she, she didn't have anybody that she could really, um, um, talk openly and honestly about, you know, the choices she have, has, the choices she, um, um, the choices she can have, you know. So I, I just saw this um, gradual isolation and withdrawal, which is hard to watch in, in, you know, um, in anybody, but in, in, you know, uh, family members, it, it's all that much heavier, you know? Um, so it was just, it's, it, I, I think that there needs to be this service. There needs to be, um, um, and I know that hospice, you know, they have, um, volunteers and stuff like that, um, uh, through hospice and that, um, but the thing that I like about being a cancer coach is that I'm not mandated. I don't have these mandated schedule, you know, protocols um, by higher ups. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's it's me and um, and client. It's that that journey, you know, um, with the goal of with the goal of um, success, you know? And um, for me, if that goal changes, then there's that end of life piece that can also be um, a valuable tool as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, as a coach, you're an independent business owner and you're working directly. It's kind of like you as a CEO, are working directly with the end consumer. And the benefit of that is that it eliminates the bureaucracy. It eliminates the, the this and the, the you know, those uh, corporate formalities, if you will, that are commonly found in modern medical systems that end up kind of making everyone into a square peg yes. by shoving them into the square hole. But, you know... Some people are triangle pegs. Some people are, are circle pegs, you know, you, and, but if they have a board full of square pegs and that's what they're trained to do and that's all they're allowed to do, then yeah, they have to try and shove everyone into that one hole. And for some people, it might work for them. And, and some people, it, it's absolutely not the right way to go and, and can unfortunately be detrimental. And it, it's an interesting thing that you said, because yeah, the the holistic stuff can, can sometimes be relatively expensive but i think it's also important to remember that the you know hospital bills are crazy as well it's just that in in, in these ways that things are set up 
you know, you have insurance that that will offer to cover some of that. And then, then you just pay the deductible. But, you know, those bills are crazy, too. You know, And then ultimately, what we always advocate for is people living in a way that they're preventing these illnesses in the first place, rather than having to be reactive and deal with them after. You know, yeah. so you know, I think too. I think too that there's so much that people really don't realize this innate ability of healing that we have when it comes to mind, body, and spirit. When we take all of those factors and really apply that to our healing that there's so much that goes on that we have um, um, power over. We do have control, you know. Um, unfortunately, there's so much out there that gets in the way and, and you know, can be just a, um, um, it can confuse things and just, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, the, the body is such a beautifully and powerfully designed machine. And given the right conditions, it, it's amazing the things that it can do. It can really thrive and it can really become well in, in the face of illness uh, beyond it, it, with abilities beyond what a lot of people think is possible. That there's so many cases out there that people have gone very holistic ways and had their body recover in ways that modern medicine would think truly impossible and they, they and they'd call it a miracle you still hear that from doctors you still hear it from from medical practitioners you'll there'll be someone whose body healed itself in in one capacity or another and you'll go to their doctor and they just write off oh it, it, it must have been a miracle like <laughs> oh yeah but they won't promote it. They won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just in the documentation. It must have been a miracle. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, what always really um, with cancer, um, I always, I have one, one um, every, most of the people on my mother's side, I think there's one sibling that, and she had eight um, that's, that I think actually died from complication of Alzheimer's. Um, but the one, my aunt, my aunt Peggy had, um, she had a, a form of cancer, 20 years she battled with cancer and every three years it would come back. And I always thought to myself, what, what makes cancer so happy? You know what I mean? In some people, you know, if chemotherapy and radiation is, is, uh, is the way of eradicating cancer and it doesn't, why does it keep coming back? And that always, that's why it was really, I love this, this program because it's just, you know, it's filled with so much information of how to make, what makes cancer happy and what we can do to um, starve it, to, you know, to kill it, to, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And, and keep it from coming back. Our whole approach is that we treat the patient, not the tumor. Not the tumor. You can, if, if there's conditions that have brought about a tumor and you just chop it out, but don't change the conditions, well, those same conditions are just going to grow another one. 
Yes. And, and that's why exactly what we talk about is not just relevant for getting rid of existing cancers, but we teach the same things that will change your internal conditions and prevent them from recurring in, in, in the first place. Cause that that's all, that's ultimately the sign of success. I don't think it's a success story to get cancer every three years, but every time they chop it out of you, they'll call it a success story. You know, um, no, nah, it doesn't have to be like that. Uh, so I'm interested to know because the more I meet our coaches, the more I learn about different ways that coaches are, are working with patients. So if you wouldn't mind, I would love to hear the process. If someone says, hey, I want to work with Rose as, as my coach, how, how would that person find you to begin with? And then what, what's your process like when, when someone contacts you? How, how does that go? So so people can contact me um, through my website. Um, and I do work with a team of other holistic practitioners. Um, and so there's word of mouth. And there's also, um, you know, I have flyers um, that I put out. I'm, I, I'm not a big um I'm not a big social media um, guru, but <laughs> um, but I'm but at at 65 years old, I'm willing to learn, you know, um, and um, I so so when I get established on social media, that might be an avenue um, to connect with me as well. Um, and usually when, if somebody were to connect with me, you know, I have an intake process. Um, there's a, a form that I may send out to somebody to just kind of um, fill out that form and, um, and get it back to me. And um you know, and then we would schedule a either a virtual for somebody that is not local, or if somebody is local, then we'd schedule that time to schedule a time to sit down and and just kind of um, um, go through what's going on, what's you know, what's uh, talk about the diagnosis, talk about you know, once you got the diagnosis. Where were you? What you went through? Um, what's going on now? You know, and what does the future look like? What does this cancer journey look like? You know, what would you like to look it, it to look like? You know, those kind of things. Um, and then, yeah, just just talk about what that individual needs from me. How can I? How can my service? Um, you know, benefit that individual? What kind of relationship do we want to have, you know? Yeah. So you really tailor it to the specific, specific person. And so you're, you're working with them through either in-person meetings, online meetings, and, and a variety of the two. Um, is there any specific niche of, of cancer that you work with? Or are you willing to work with really anyone? Do you work with men and women or, or any sort of cancer? Yeah, I no, I don't have a specific 
a specific niche and I kind of let the universe um, guide my um, guide people to me. So um, I, I like, I like involving it all. You know, if someone um, there's no good cancer or bad cancer, it's, you know what I mean? There's um, um, I don't mind sitting down with somebody that's newly diagnosed, repeated diagnosed, somebody that doesn't want to get cancer again, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, whatever, whatever comes my way, you know, um, yeah, I'm open to it. Yeah. And so you're a relatively new as a cancer coach, but it sounds like you may have had a variety of experiences already. How many ballpark uh, clients would you say you've, you've helped so far? Um, directly with cancer, uh, like I said, like you said, you know, I'm new to um, to cancer specifically, but um, in my service with Reiki and with Bowen work and, you know, that's all about coaching. It's all about, um, um, so I've been doing that since Oh my God, I was first diagnosed or I was first introduced to Bowen work in 2010. So, um, and I try not to get, I try not to get to focus on how many clients, you know what I mean? I try to, to just, um, cause I used to get tripped up about that. You know, there's some people that, um, You know, it's important to see X number of clients, you know, a month to be successful. And so I, I don't really get into stuff, you know, and it's it's and it's okay for me because at 65 years old, I'm in my last chapter. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not competing with anybody. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And I don't have to um, um, I don't have to. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't have to do yeah. anything anymore. <laughs> hey, well, there, there's certainly something to be said for someone in the service industry focusing on quality over quantity. Yes. Because that's where the real value is, isn't it? It is. It is. And um and and that's the whole thing is is um if the service that I can give um, benefits the individual, um, then that's what's important, you know, and, and that helps, that satisfies me, you know, um, so that's why I leave it up to the universe. Yeah. The universe is a big, a better boss to me. <laughs> <laughs> they never judge me. Yeah. The pen is sometimes good, sometimes not. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> through, it, through it all we can learn right that's it yeah so what is uh you, you mentioned that you have a website well, what's the website uh, i'd love to check it out so the website is www.compasswell.org or .com you know um and actually the website is is new i had a website that i had through godaddy years ago um but i just had this um, the one that I have now um, was just, I just started or opened this one up about, when was it? 
probably only about maybe six months old. Yeah. But it's, it also involves the other services that I provide, you yeah. know? Um, so, but I also, and it's also not done yet. It's not completed yet either. So, so always has, a work in progress. It has, it has, yes. It's evolving as well. Yeah. But I can be contacted through that website. So that's good. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm checking it out now. So you said it's both compasswell.org and .com? Yeah. 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 So. So what do you see as a cancer success story? Like what, what to you would you define as like a success story? Um. For me, the success has already started. It's already, um, it started with me um, finding you, deciding, do I want to provide the service and uh, moving through the, um, moving forward um, in creating a platform for it. And so for me, the success would be um, just giving my best service to whoever comes my way. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What would you say to someone who is considering becoming a coach uh, or uh, of a cancer coach or, you know, a coach like you are as well? I would direct them to you. <laughs> I would say, welcome. Yes, we need it. Yeah. <laughs> Not meant to be a sales plug, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's great advice as well. <laughs> and I have said that I've talked to a couple of people that are like, oh, that sounds like a, you know, that sounds like a great service. And yeah. I just direct them to you because, you know, like I said, there are other um, programs, but I, I really feel connected to this program and I like the, the values and I, I like the um, the tools, um, the education. It's it's just and just the the variety. The I like the fact that um, um, that coaches can work with coaches. You know, I like I like the fact that there's 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 weekly meetings for coaches and that there's weekly meetings for people with cancer to meet coaches. You know, it's just a very active and um, um, working model that I just, I, I think it's very, it's just such a valuable, you know, program. I never met Susan, but I'd like to. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. Now, as someone who's been in the field for so long of, of caretaking in, or uh, caregiving coaching type roles, is there something that you think you can de like describe about yourself that's allowed you to do it for so long? Because uh, a lot of people might get burnt out or a lot of people might find that it's not for them or, or they might just struggle to, to, to work with that kind of work. And as someone who's been thriving in it for so long and, and you know you really seem like overall you you radiate happiness uh in in the in the face of it all is there some sort of advice in in that realm that you'd give to someone that like you know what how how you can be successful for so long yeah we have to take care of ourselves first 
we can't coach other people if we're a mess. We can't, um, we just can't, we can't care for other people if, if we're um, broken and um, if, if we're not going to, we have to walk the walk if we're going to talk the talk. You know, it's just, it's just that way. It, we will, you know, when you're in the caregiving profession, um, you do, you do get, you do get overwhelmed. You do get, um, it can be, it can take its toll on you, but we have to be our, our best caregivers first um, so that we can take care of, of other people, you know, and it's, sometimes it is hard and that's why it's good that there is, um, coaches, that there are supports, um, available. And I'm not the kind of person that, um, um, that poo-poo's away from, you know, um, therapy or um, getting help when help is needed. You know, I think a lot of people think of, you know, I, if they have to see a therapist, there's something wrong with them. You know, I, I learned very early in my life that um, um, if something is if something doesn't feel right, if something is off, um, denying it is not going to make it better. You know, um, unfortunately for my sister, there was a strong, in order to live, I think she clung to denial. And I think that that can be a very, um, stressful path you know uh, yeah. we're, we're we're all we're all fighting something you know um i once heard it said that um we're just all walking each other home we all got stuff that we are dealing with and but if we're not honest with ourselves and take care of ourselves then we can't, we can't benefit other people. It's, it's not going to work, you know, and that's what I try. I'm not perfect. I've, you know, there's been times where, uh, you know, um, someone has had to say to me, um, you know, listen to your own preaching, you know, and, uh, but we just, we just get back up. You know, I don't know, you kind of seem, I don't know if you're familiar with the, um, oh, what's his name? Now, now it, le it left my brain cells. I'm very um, interested to oh, know. Frank, Frank Sinatra, Frank, Frank oh, Sinatra, yeah? that's life, you know, <laughs> that's life. Life can get messy, you yeah. know. But um, but we're all just walking each other home and we do what we can with what we got. What we can, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. That was yeah. beautiful, Rose. Thank you very much for joining me today.
Uh, I would really love to do this again sometime too. I think we could have a lot, more, lot more good conversation. Yes, anytime. Yes, and and I thank you. I thank you, and I thank Carol and you guys. I hope that you, um, I hope you see how valuable that you are, and I'm so grateful for you because. You know, you just, you offer so much, you do so much, and it doesn't go, um, it doesn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rose, for saying that. It, it definitely means a lot. And there's certainly more work to do. And there's a lot of growth that we have on our minds and, and a lot of new tools and, and new ways of, of getting our information out there uh, that we're constantly working on and Ultimately, we're just looking to keep the mission alive of educating as many people as we can on how to prevent or heal their cancer because- Have you, have you met Susan? I have not. I have not met her in person, no. Yeah, yeah. But, She's still alive though, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so that would be a goal. That'd be a good, a nice goal for me. <laughs> <laughs> is to yeah, hopefully yeah. I think I think she she's she's more uh, she's more low key these days. You know, she mm -hmm. she put in her time, she put in her work, and now it's our turn to uh, nice. carry the torch, and carry yeah. the torch we shall as it burns bright and and as far as we can take it. Nice. <laughs> All right, Rose. Yeah. Thank you very thank much. You. I'll see you soon. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye Music. now. Bye. Today's guest was a cancer coach certified with the BeatCancer.org online education and certification program. Whether you're a patient with cancer yourself, a caregiver of someone with cancer, a medical professional, you want to become a cancer coach, or simply interested in learning about science-backed methods of battling or preventing cancer, the BeatCancer.org online course and community is a fantastic place to start or continue your education in holistic health and wellness. You can find the link in the description of whatever platform you're on or go to beatcancer.org and click become a coach. Use promo code Zach for a discount on your purchase. That's Z-A-K for a discount on your purchase of the online course. As a nonprofit, all proceeds go towards continuing to offer and improve the many free educational resources that beatcancer.org offers. Cancer is far too prevalent in today's world, but it is beatable. Nobody has to feel alone in their diagnosis. Nobody has to feel lost in their healing. BeCancer.org has your back. We've got hundreds of coaches all around the world, so do not hesitate to get the help that you need and the help that you deserve. Take your power back and remember that you can beat cancer.